I think it was lower than that at one To point. the bottom of the 11th. And that's Triple Cabrera a three-run home run for us to win the game. A walk-off, three-run home run. Unbelievable. Not much to panic about right now, aside from everything that happened before Estrubal Cabrera hitting the three-run. We had no business winning that game, but we won, and that's what really matters in baseball. <laughs> How's it feel? Uh, it feels fucking amazing. Won the game! How did we win this game? How did we win this game? Unbelievable! Those are the dumbfounded sounds coming out of. Neil and my mouth. This is Panic City. Hi, Neil. Hey, Chad. Neil. The morning after. You can hear it. After you can hear it in my voice that I am still recovering from the events of last evening, from the events of our Panic City meetup, and the events of Estrubal Cabrera's bat flip. I as well, Chad. How are you feeling today? Uh, I'm doing okay. St feeling a little uh, sick. I think. I think we're both feeling a little under the weather. So, listeners, what you're going to hear is a show recorded before. The momentous events, the heroic. And during, like events. throughout. Yes, that's true. Uh, of, it's a time of, capsule of emotions. Of Astrobal Cabrera's three-run home run, of Jose Reyes's two-run home run, of a comeback that would not die even after it was dead. Uh, it was a whole range of emotions, Neil. There was the Cabrera jubilation that you just heard, and then there was also some sadness mixed in. Right, yeah, here's a clip of uh, me talking, but also Chad's anguished screams in the background uh, after Michael Franco went deep on Addison Reed in the eighth inning when we thought that all hope was lost. Pretty in a state of shock right now after that home run. Uh, I did not think that that was possible. You can hear the anguished cries of Chad Matlin in the background. We should note that a game like that comes with a lot of profanity. So, listeners, yeah, <laughs> hide your children's ears. Uh, all right, so let's get to the show proper again, which we recorded almost as a time capsule given everything that came after uh, from City Field during the Panic City meetup. Thanks to all of you who came out, it was it was a great time. Delightful. Of fun. And you know, what a great game to, to make us all feel even more bonded to the Panic City community. All right, here's the show. Hello and welcome to Panic City, the premier Mets podcast for Mets fans and emotions. I'm Chadwick Matlin, an editor at five thirty eight by day. A Mets fan at City Field by night. Look at this, Chad. With me. To my left, in row four of section 522, it's Neil Payne. Hello, Neil. Hey, Chad. Neil, same bio as me, same row as me. We are here with the Panic City crowd. Hey, Panic City crowd, make some noise right now. Oh, Let's go, Mets. Let's go, Mets. As we sit here talking to you listeners, it is two to one Mets over the Phillies on a Thursday night. Here and we're doing Flushing, a little Queens. a little broadcasting, broadcasting from the park. Gary, we are out. Howie Rose Keith. and oh, you, you want to go for the radio team, not the TV team. You're Josh Lewin. Oh, <laughs> you want that Wayne Randazzo? Oh, that's a drive to center field, and it's and caught. And that's the end of the inning, and they'll and go into the bottom, the, the top of the fifth, two to one. All right, so Neil, since we last spoke, and we're here on the meetup for Panic City uh, listeners, right? A, a at couple long dozen last. people came out. Super appreciated. Great turnout. Thank you for coming out. Uh, we're here, and since we last spoke, the Mets have gone 3-3 three and three against the worst teams in the AL 
and the NL. Uh, they are now uh, 80 and 72 with 10 games remaining in the season. Neil, what has that done to our playoff odds? So, I'm looking at this on my phone. Our playoff odds a week ago were 85% with a 3% chance at the World Series and an 87 win projection. Now, flash forward one week, we are at 74% cool. to make the playoffs, 2% for the World Series, and an 86-win projection. So it took 11 percentage points off of our tally. That's not good. Uh, not good. So, not good Neil, we should note that we are still forecast to finish with better records than the Cardinals and the Giants. That's correct. Who, as of right now, we are forecast, uh, we are tied in the, in the, in the wild card. Um, and there was Three-way tie. And there was much talk today. There is much talk today. Our, our production, our producer, one of our producers, Tony Chow, has just pointed to the kiss cam. He wants us to be on kiss cam. Us. Remember that the Mets got in hot water not too long ago for putting the opposing bullpen members, the opposing team's bullpen members, not on classy. the kiss cam. Not, not a classy. classy they stopped the practice. Anyway, Neil, um, so we've gone 3-3. Three and three. Uh, the, the, We're tied in the wild card with the two other teams. There's been a lot of discussion about what happens if the Mets are to finish the season tied with the Cardinals and the Giants. And do you want to just run through the scenarios today of what would happen? Yeah, that's that? right. So uh, we ran the numbers and we found that there was a 3.5% chance of a three-way uh, tie in the National League at uh, come October 2nd. Uh, not all of those include the Mets, surprisingly enough. Uh, there are some situations in which Miami sneaks into that. Some situations, uh, I'm forgetting the other team that could sneak into it. But Pittsburgh. the point is, th yeah, Pittsburgh, there's a 3% chance that it includes very specifically St. Louis, San Francisco, and our Mets. And if that happens, there's going to be a crazy weird confluence of tiebreakers that the first choice in this situation goes to the St. Louis Cardinals. They have a better head-to-head -head record than the Giants, and they have better intra-division record than the Mets, and, and that gives them... And remind me what they're choosing. They are choosing, in this, in this weird three-team situation, the team with the priority gets to play one home game uh, and then the potential of another road game oh, as Ryan this ball Howard is driven by Ryan drive. Howard to deep, deep center, center field. field. And that ball is out of here. That's a home run. Joe, you're and not we're supposed to tied. clap. It's the Phillies. Our producer, Joe Sykes, who's British, is clapping when the Phillies are This game run. is tied at two runs apiece. Ryan Howard just, just getting the booze raining down on him, but they can't Neil, you take were saying, okay, so the, the Cardinals get the first tiebreaker, and so they can choose. Credit to that guy. And uh, Joe, you're interrupting the podcast. Right. So the so the Cardinals are the, are the first in tiebreakers. Right. They can choose. They can choose to have a home game for one of the tiebreaker games. Because there will be two tiebreaker games. Right. And then if they lose that one, they still have a road game to fall back on and potentially win to make it into the wild Oh, they card. don't stay at home for the second game? No. Interesting. So the Mets, as the second uh, choice, another, as another ball run. is launched to right center field. That Cameron is out of here. Cameron with a home Rupp. run in the top of the fifth. And back-to-back -back home runs. The Phillies are up 3-2. And now they're up 3-2. to two. Uh, Yeah, the podcast is really producing some bad luck for the Mets right now. We really so ought to. Run us through the scenarios real quick. So the scenarios are if, uh, if the Mets have this second choice, which it seems like they would in the event of a three-way tie, they either get to pick 
uh, two road games. They only have to win one of them. Uh, and those games are against both St. Louis and against San Francisco. Or they can choose to have one home game with everything on the line. And that's to get into the wild card game. that's to get into the wild card. And, you, and so you ran the numbers about what the better choice for the Mets would be, especially given the way that the rotation would stack up for that wild card game, given the Mets basically have two starting pitchers that are reliable. Right. Pending Steven Matz's health, uh, and, and it's not at all clear whether he'll be able to contribute or not, that kind of leaves us with Thor as the number one starter, and then uh, Bartolo Colon as the number two, and then a bunch of Robert Gesellman and Rafael Inoa and uh, all, all this, that, and the other. So, Gabriel Inoa, yeah. Rafael Montero. Uh, Montero. You're conflating I your bad pitchers. both of them together. So, uh, if that happens, people have kind of, the idea has crept in that maybe the Mets shouldn't actually burn two pitchers in, in two play-in games to get into the wild card. Maybe they should save one for the wild card itself just to be able to get in and actually take that one game with all, everything on the line. And Neil, what did you find? Is so that, what's our the right numbers answer? said that if the Mets take uh, the situation where they have the two road games, only have to win one, they have a 72% chance of making the playoffs that way. If they do it with everything on the line to one game, only a 53% chance of making the playoffs. Now, you could say, oh, well, that helps you in the next, you know, subsequent games or whatever. It only boosts it by about one percentage point to be able to not burn through as another ball is caught in center field, this time by Galvis. Okay. Uh, Neil, bring this Galvis. home. Bring it home. Bring it home. Uh, so it really doesn't improve the odds that much to kind of save the pitchers. What you really want is to be able to have the two cracks at it instead of the one And maybe win one it. game and then rest a little bit. All right. Yeah. So, Neil, that I think will do it for this week's sort of wrap-up of what happened last week. We're not we're That not was the wrap-up, Chad? We're not in good shape. As far as I'm concerned, I'm nervous after losing three to a very bad Braves team and because giving of Terry Collins runs. having 39 players to work with, and so he's overmanaging the game. He's taking out Asin Reed. He's bringing in Josh Smoker. He's, he's, he's trying to pinch run a million times. We got nine position players coming in throughout the game, 18 position players total. It's too much. Neil, I want the 25-man rosters back, but that's not what I'm panicking about, Neil. You know why? Okay. this week, we're going to get the panics from our Panic City listenership. It's not going to be us panicking for once. And thank God for that. Yes. You know what, Neil? People don't need to hear us panic anymore. No. We've been they've heard about enough. the same crap they've, for the last heard three enough months. Panic. So instead we're going to turn to our over to our listeners. We'll be back after this. Testing, testing. One, two, three, one, two, three. All right. Panic City is. Um, so first name, last name, where you're from and what are you panicking about? Ian McDermott from Jackson Heights in Queens, and I am panicked about the pitching. I, uh, I fear the starting pitchers are just going to go down one one by one, and then we're going to have no one left. We're going to have uh, Seth Lugo starting the wild card. Hey, this is Lee. I'm from Brooklyn, and I am panicking about the pitching staff. Even if they make the playoffs, they are going to get wrecked. They have no pitching. Bartolo's going to get ripped to shreds. I love him. And he might hit a home run, but he's also going to give up eight runs in the wild card game. I'm very concerned. I'm Ethan Pugh from Setauket, New York. And I am panicking about what amount of time I'm going to spend watching Mets and being panicked. What if it, if it all blows up? I've devoted a lot of time to just going nowhere. I want to just fast forward and find out that they made the playoffs and then be able to watch in comfort. Uh, my name is Ben Dewey. Uh, I'm originally from Denver. 
I guess I'm panicking that uh, the specter of Jay Bruce will haunt us still uh, from his uh, seat on the bench will continue to uh, haunt us. Um, and also I'm panicking that uh, the Phillies have just made it a 2-1 to game. James Crothers from Brooklyn, New York, and I am panicking about starting pitching. Pitching as well. Pitching is its a popular thing to panic about when we've got one, two starters from the beginning of the season still pitching. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. I'm uh, Mike Wright from uh, Columbus, Ohio, and a uh, uh, little panicked about uh, Syndergaard being able to find the strike zone, having a little bit of harder time uh, of late. Lotus in the last couple starts, he's... He's throwing a lot of things out of the zone, and I mean, he's, his speed's still up, but um, I'm wondering that, you know, maybe he's nursing something that, you know, those bone spurs are catching up with him, and uh, he's supposed to be our ace if, if we're going to go in, especially a short series. If we get into the postseason, we're going to need to lean on him, uh, and uh, I'm not so sure that we'll have that uh, opportunity uh, kind of worrying me at this point. I came uh, to meet up with some friends, got a, a college reunion this weekend, but uh, was able to make this. Just actually got out of the car after driving 10 hours uh, um, earlier today. So, uh, yeah, this was definitely something we want to do as part of the trip. Connor Finn uh, from Brooklyn, just from here. And I'm panicking about the starting pitching. Uh, Matt's just got, went down again. I heard today he's, he's not feeling too good. Uh, I think we have like a 50% of Syndergaard left, and that's kind of the the original of the core four that's left. So, I don't know. This offense looks better, so hopefully they can hang on, but that's what I'm panicking about. If you were to sort of think about your optimism levels, full beer, half beer, empty beer for the Mets to make the World Series? Half beer? That's pretty, that's pretty optimistic. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say empty. <laughs> Anything can happen, right? As, uh, as our guy Neil would say, there's a lot of variance in a very short sample size. Sometimes you just get lucky. You're one person listening to Neil. <laughs> yeah, it's better than Chad, right? <laughs> My name is Tina Favell. I'm from um, New York in Manhattan. And I guess what I'm panicking about is the starting pitching as well. Um, there's like no one left. Um, and we're about to um, come to the end of the season, and uh, it would be nice if we made the playoffs again. And but based on our rotation currently, it doesn't look like we can necessarily get that far. How long have you been a Mets fan? Since Mike Piazza was on the Mets, my entire family is Yankee fans, and then I switched over to the Mets. Wow, why? Um, I just really liked Mike Piazza, and then I really liked how the Mets were as like an organization in terms of their fan base. What, is, uh, what does your family think about that? They're not very happy about it. They still try to drag me to Yankee games. They didn't kick you out of the house, though? No, but I'm trying to convert my mom because she likes Curtis Granderson, so it's not really working yet. Jason Bear, I live in Brooklyn, New York. And if I'm panicking about something, it's going to be that the Tim Tebow circus is going to come back and bite this team either the last week or so of the season or in the playoffs. I think he's going to take away from the team focusing on trying to you know, get the ultimate goal and get to the World Series. You're a real Neil Payne aficionado then. I was listening to that segment and I totally agreed. My name is Andrew Hunt. I'm a junior at Fordham University in the Bronx. And I'm panicking that the ghost of Daniel Murphy's past is going to come and haunt this team's offense and prevent us from securing a wild card spot and hopefully a shot at uh, going back to the granddaddy prize of them all. You really think they've got a chance of going back to the World Series? 
I think they'd get stopped in the NLCS, to be perfectly honest. But, you know, this team is founded on the motto of you got to believe. And to a certain extent, you got to believe. Uh, Sarah Confrancisco, I'm from Wyckoff, New Jersey. And I'm panicking that if Terry Collins' hate will mean that I don't get to watch Michael Conforto and Brandon Nimmo the rest of the season. Why, why Terry Collins? What's the problem? Uh, he does not like them. He prefers older players. And I would like to see them play instead of Jay Bruce or uh, Deaza. Okay, thanks very much, Panic City listeners. Panic, Panic City listeners. Especially those of you who came out to the game tonight. It is still two to three to two as we record this. The Mets have somewhat tamped down the uh, the run. Uh, Neil, we got three games coming up against the Phillies. The one we're watching right now included three games coming up against the Marlins, and then we'll be back with our listeners to guide them through the end of the season. We might have to go to a more frequent pod than just a weekly pod as we as we run down the stretch here. So are you prepared for that, Neil? Oh, yes. Okay, excellent. Uh, all right. Let's do let's do some thank yous. The whole Panic City family is in the house. I know. How fun is that? So, as always, our producer, Joe Sykes. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Chad. Joe has been working on this podcast for free all year long. We bought him a ticket. We paid we him and met in a Met ticket And tonight. some education in how baseball works. Uh, it was eight, Joe. Uh... Tony Chow, we get production assistance from him every week. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Dad. Our theme song is by the mysterious Mystery Mansion, Things My Right. Thank you, Mystery Mansion. Of course. How are you guys? We're doing That's great. a very mysterious voice, John. Don't say his name. Don't say. It's your gnome to music. Yeah, gnome to music. The name is John, also. But, yeah. you know, Whoa. big reveal. Big reveal. We're saying it here first. <laughs> Stop the presses. <laughs> yeah, I got to tell you something. I think the Mets are really doing you guys a favor because so? if the Mets were up by four or five games right now, Panic City would be empty. Everybody would be at home. There'd be nobody panicking about anything. We got ten games to be excited, ten games to watch at the edge of our seats, and panic a little bit about the Mets getting into the playoffs and then getting eliminated immediately within the first inning. Within the first <laughs> inning, they're going to call off the entire concept of three games out of five and just say, you know what, this team shouldn't be here. They're done. Uh, I like that. The Mets are on brand for our podcast. I like that. Uh, and our logo design by the immortal Pat Barrett. Thanks, Pat, for the logo all season long. You're welcome. Uh, and uh, I think that's it. I think that's the whole thing. I think group. we've done the whole thing. We've you done want, our first live more, show. You good? Let's go Mets next year. <laughs> let's go Mets. All right. All right. And all together now, to close out the show, let's get a big Fly, fly Condor, Condor fly, fly on three. One, two, three. Fly Condor Fly. Thanks for listening.